0: I whoop any man in the world, and I want everybody out there on TV to know it. I am the greatest. I'm going to show them all they're wrong, because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. And all of you people in Britain who rank me as the greatest, I'm going to prove I'm the greatest. I'm going to prove to you I'm the greatest. We're going to prove to the world I'm the greatest. This is my last fight. I don't want none of you to miss it. So please, come to the theaters. I'm going to eat some raw meat, and I'm going to train. I'm going to get ready and chop some old trees. <laughs> I don't know what I like better, the, the snarl at the end, like a lion, or I'm gonna eat raw meat. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday, okay? Let me tell you a quick story. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, we, it was my junior year of high school, and, and we were playing at the Kohler Center in Madison. It was the WIAA Division I state championship for basketball. The stands were packed, and that day I played my heart out, gave it my all. I played so hard that I remember at one time I I almost passed out. The thing is, though, that that was the year I solidified my spot. That was the year my name went down in the, the high school history books. I was the greatest fan. <laughs> I was the greatest fan. That is, I you know the type, like like full body paint. I even had uh, you know my picture in the paper. I was the obnoxious kid leading all the school section chants, trying to get in the other team's head, and I did almost pass out. But the playing was more like screaming. That was a fun time. We, we didn't win the, the state championship. And although I was the, the first ever Spirit Club president, which, looking back, I kind of feel like that was probably made up, trying to keep me out of trouble. But I know for a fact I'm not the greatest fan of all time. In that Ali interview, that Muhammad Ali interview, did anybody, uh, was anybody like, I'm going to date you real quick, if you're, if you're so willing. Was, it, was anybody like, to get to watch that interview live? Anybody? Yeah? Okay, a couple people. That's what I'm talking about. I'm the greatest, I'll prove to y'all I'm the greatest, I'm going to eat raw meat. I don't know what that's about, I just really think it's funny. When I was in high school, uh... Anybody else go to high school where like letter jackets were a big deal? Yeah? I've heard that like some high schools it wasn't a big deal or whatever. At my high school, at the particular time that I was there, I don't know if it's a thing anymore, letter jackets were a big deal. And, and I'm gonna take this off because it's really hot up here. This is actually my, my letter jacket from high school for all you pickleball folks. You see these pickle pins? Pickle champion, maybe I was the greatest at that, I don't know. When I was in high school, greatness was defined by how loud your letter jacket was when you walked down the hall. And I got to thinking about greatness and this whole, this whole idea of greatness, right? Like our culture is consumed by it. Who's the greatest of all time? There's debates for, for every sport, right? They go way, way back. Was it Ali or was it Sonny Liston? For soccer, is it Alex Morgan or Mia Hamm? Basketball. You guys know the drill. Is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? Is it, is it Michael Jordan? Maybe even, you might even throw Kareem in there. For tennis, was it Serena or Venus? If you're a Packer fan, was it Bart Starr or Brett Favre or, or Aaron Rodgers? Our culture is... Consumed by this idea of greatness. At Student Life, we're actually in a series right now titled Goat. Goat, the greatest of all time. We got some funny looking goats there. And uh, at Student Life, each year, we, we have this overarching focus, okay? Like, like something that we're going to talk about throughout the whole year in different ways. It kind of bleeds into what we're talking about throughout the whole year. And uh, this year, at Student Life, our, our particular focus is to be for the other. It comes from Philippians chapter 2 where Paul writes that, that we ought to consider others as more important than ourselves. See, so the idea is that if we're going to represent Jesus well, then we're going to need to rewire our brains. We're going to need to rewire our brains because our culture tells us that we should be focused on ourselves. Philippians chapter 2 says that we should consider others as more important than ourselves. And so, if we're going to represent Jesus well, then we need to rewire our brains to be less focused on ourselves and more focused on others. And so, at student life, the whole plan is to do that throughout the year in three ways. <clears throat> The three ways are inviting, serving, and blessing. We got through one series. We talked about inviting for a whole series, and now we're in our second series titled GOAT, The Greatest of All Time, and the main thing, the main thing that we're talking about throughout this entire series titled The Greatest of All Time is that it's okay to want to be great. It's okay to desire gratefulness. great, great Greatness. Gratefulness is good. You should be grateful. <clears throat> it's okay to desire greatness. In fact, if you... Think inward. If you reflect on yourself, I think that there's something within each and every one of us that has some sort of desire to be great, to leave an impact on this world. Wouldn't you agree? Don't you feel like somewhere within you, you want to leave some sort of impact on this world or or at least, at very least, in your family? We tell our students that they're gonna change the world someday. And that's, that's true, our, our students, your students, it's crazy, they are, they are so intelligent, they are so thoughtful and compassionate they're already light years ahead of it, at least where I was, and I have my guess would be many of you too. These, these kids, they leave school. I got two students right now that literally leave school in the middle of the day to come here. They basically run student life. I don't even know what you guys are paying me for. They do most of it. Okay. I st- like, so you can pay me. Like, I do, I do a lot of work, okay? <clears throat> it is crazy, though. These kids, man, like, like these two interns, and then we got a student leadership team, and then we got a whole band comprised of students that, that sacrifice their time to consider others, their own students, more important than themselves. And they're already changing the world. It's not in some crazy, spectacular, extravagant way like Jeff Bezos has. They're changing the world by changing someone else's world. And if we are going to desire to leave an impact on this world, If we want to change the world or or change someone else's world, if we want to be great, then we need to understand what true greatness is. We need to understand how God defines greatness, right? I like student life. Everyone would be like, right. You guys want to try it? We need to understand how God defines greatness, right? right. Yeah, that's sweet. If we're going to take on the mission of representing Jesus well on every city street and in every social circle in Ripon and the surrounding communities, then we need to look to Jesus to see how he defines greatness. And I'll give you a spoiler just right off the bat. It's not about how many matches You've won. It's it's not how loud your letter jacket is. It's not based on the number that's in your bank account or, or what kind of car you drive or the house you have or the job title that defines you or greatness. Think about Jesus. We just lost the light. Think about Jesus. Whether you're here this morning and you believe that Jesus is God or not, there's no possible way. No possible way to deny the fact that the man, Jesus of Nazareth, that lived 2,000-something years ago, has single-handedly had the greatest impact on this entire world. There's no way to deny the fact that the man, Jesus of Nazareth, has single-handedly changed the course of human history in a far greater way than any living being has ever done before. His life has single-handedly changed the course of history. And it started to do that before he was even born. People literally lived their lives differently, expectantly waiting for him. Today, we're almost wrapping up our impact series. I found out after first service that we actually have one more week. (laughs) But here's the thing. The whole point of this series is to, as a church, become unified behind one purpose, one phrase, one mission. We want to be a church that is is diverse in so many different ways, yet unified behind one purpose so that we might have the greatest possible impact on God's kingdom here in Ripon and the surrounding communities. If you've been here at all over the last nine or ten months, you may have heard this phrase represent Jesus well. That's the purpose. That's the mission that we are unifying behind to have the greatest impact here. When we look to the greatest, when we look to the greatest, Jesus, on how to be great and have the greatest impact for his kingdom, one of the ways that he impacted the world was through serving. The greatest human to ever live. God himself, the creator. The one who at at any moment could snap his fingers and, and have everything on earth bow down before him. The one who has every right to have every single person waiting on his every need. The creator entered creation. And then he said this. The son of man came not to be served, but to serve. Isn't that amazing? God Himself, the only one who truly deserves to have people waiting on His every need, entered into the very thing He created in order to serve it. And I believe that He did that because serving has a way of softening people's hearts. Serving has a way of softening people's hearts. You've experienced it. I know you have. Think about it. Your husband or your wife or, or maybe your parent or your, your brother or sister or your cousin or your friend or whoever is upset with you. You've done something to hurt their feelings and you know you did it and you feel bad. And so what do you do? You do something for them. You serve, some, you serve them in some way. Maybe you empty the dishwasher or you do the dishes. Maybe you, you shovel the driveway or you help them with homework or, or you put their clothes away or whatever the thing is. And suddenly, things have changed. Suddenly, the way that you are talking to each other changes. Serving changes Things. It softens your heart and the other person's heart. It opens up the door for gentle and honest conversation. It builds trust and respect, and it might even allow you to share how you've experienced Jesus in your life to someone who was closed off to hearing about it before. When you serve others, It can change so much. It can literally change the world. You represent Jesus. It can leave an impact. So to almost close out this impact series, I want to do something a little bit different this morning, okay? The two greatest commands in the Bible are to love God and to love God. Others. And there are a million different ways that we can do that, but but Mother Teresa once said that faith in action is love. And love in action is service. One of the ways that we want to begin impacting the kingdom of God here in Ripon by representing Jesus well is through our service to one another. Jesus said. If you want to be the greatest, if you want to be great, to leave an impact on the world, you need to become the least. You need to be willing to lower yourself to the position of a servant. If you want to leave an impact on this world, if you want to be great, then you need to be willing to serve one another. To consider others as more important than yourself. And so what I want to do is this is, a, this is an activity. Everyone's going to do it together, okay? I want everyone to pull out your phone right now. What i want going to do is everyone pull out your phone right now and go to, to your alarm or your calendar or the reminders, whatever you do to set a reminder for yourself to have an event come up or whatever it is, okay? Pull out your phone right now. We want to be a church that is unified behind one purpose, in one mission, to represent Jesus well. And I think there's something powerful about a group of people spread out throughout an entire area coming together at the same time to seek God and and how we might be able to leave an impact on his kingdom here in Ripon and the surrounding communities. And so what we're going to do is, over the next three weeks, over the next three weeks, I want you all to set an alarm, a reminder, or whatever it is in your calendar at noon. Go ahead and you can do it right now. This is the one time you got permission to play on your phone in the middle of a church service. On your phone right now, pull it out, set an alarm, a reminder, a calendar, event, whatever it is, at noon. Each day. At noon each day for the next three weeks, This is what I want us to do. I want us all to pray this prayer. God, what's one way that I can represent you well through serving? Maybe write that in the note of the reminder or whatever you got going on. God, what's one way that I can represent you well through serving? What's what's one way I can begin serving this community so that I might represent you well and have an impact on your kingdom here in Ripon and the surrounding communities? Think about it for a moment. There are tons of different ways that we can start to do this. You can serve here at the church, it could be at the food pantry, it could be, it could be watching your friend's kids so, so that they get out and get a date night, or a random person's kids so that they can get out and have some time together. It could be volunteering for your kid's sports team or their class, Where there's, there's tons, tons of ways that we can begin as a church to serve this community, but for the next three weeks, You don't even have to start serving. All we want to do for the next three weeks, every day at noon, is simply pray. God, what's one way? One way that we can start serving in our community so that we might represent you well and leave an impact on your kingdom here in this community. C.S. Lewis, he's, a, he's an author, he's a scholar, he was once an atheist and, and then through his own personal study came to, to believe in Jesus. He was reflecting back on history and he once wrote this. The apostles themselves, the people that were, were with Jesus, right, they set out on foot for the conversion of the Roman Empire. And you know, we then had like the Roman Catholic Church, so they did a good job, Right? the great men who built up the Middle Ages, the the English evangelicals who abolished the slave trade. All these people, they left their mark on earth. They had an impact on their communities precisely because their minds were occupied with heaven. Their impact was so great because their minds were focused on the greatest. Their impact was great because they were following in the example of the greatest, Jesus. What if we did that? What if we did that? Here in Ripon. What if instead of, of looking at like all these awards or championships or job titles or or numbers in a bank account? What if instead of looking at those things to define our greatness? What if we decided to pursue greatness by serving one another? What would, what would Ripon and the surrounding communities look like if we did that? If you're bold enough. You gotta be bold to, to actually pray this prayer. Last week, Larry Fader was up here singing and... Uh, he talked about expectant prayer. We pray this prayer expecting God to give us a way that we can serve and I can guarantee you he's going to show up. And if, if you're bold enough to see what God wants to do through you, would you just pray this prayer with me right now and then for the next three weeks? Heavenly Father, we just we praise you for the way that, that you use us to have an impact on your kingdom here on earth. We praise you that, that you use humble people, people that are willing to consider others as more important than themselves, people that are willing to simply serve others. Would you help us, Lord, to be those kinds of people And then would you show us in the next three weeks, would you show us one way that you want us to start serving so that we might represent you well and begin to have an eternal impact here in Ripon and the surrounding area. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.